I um I have a feeling that I've already got the title for this episode. Oh really? Yeah. The What's European that? Gaza Strip. The European Gaza Strip. It's kind of true. Mm, yeah, you got suppose, yeah. Serbia, who's mainly Christian, and Al- Albania, is it Albania? Yeah, Albania, yeah. Yeah, which is predominantly Muslim. Yeah. You've got the land between them that's disputed that wants to be their own nation. It's the Gaza true. Strip. It's the Gaza <laughs> Strip. <laughs> yeah. Europe's yeah, Gaza Strip. Frozen. But yeah, we, we did, um, of course, we did Serbia last time, which means it's a bit... Yes, we did. It's a bit sort of weird going through the geographical location. Because we described it at length last time. Yeah, but... I mean, I put a, a, a map in the notes for you so you could see where it was <laughs> this time. <laughs> if you have a well, look. I've actually put a different map in. Have you seen it? No, where have you put this? Next to your map. Next to my map? Hmm. I'm not seeing this. Are you not? No. Did I? No, no, not that map. The map underneath it where it says the regions. Or you've got seven districts. I put a little map under there. Which oh, shows okay, yeah. The ethnic distribution. So it's got the Serbian majority up at the top in the north. But then also, yeah. there's this one sort of region, whatever that is, down south, which has Serbian majority. Which is quite cool. Yeah. But in any case, um, for anybody who did not catch, did not listen to... Um, our more recent episode on Serbia. Mm-hmm. Where is Kosovo? Kosovo is located in southeastern Europe in an area known as the Balkans. Depending on who you ask, it is also located within Serbia. So, well, yeah, in so sort of south southwestern part of Serbia. This is kind of the key to Kosovo: is that it's a disputed territory. Um, it's for all intents and purposes, it's independent, but Serbia doesn't want to let it go. That's what I'm gathering from what I've seen. Is that pretty much right? Yeah, basically, yeah, that's what I would say. It's uh, it's been like an autonomous self-governing uh, region for for ages, really. So for most of the 20th century. Yeah, um, but because Serbia has a lot of allies, um, they are. Which then side with them in that debate. Kosovo still doesn't have recognition with places like Russia. Yeah. Because they're closely tied to Serbia. Or Bosnia, yeah, is yeah. it? Bosnia doesn't have it either. Bosnia but doesn't recognise them. Some key places that do that I've just seen. My favourite country, apparently, in the world. Um, well, the Federated, Federated States of Micronesia. The Federated States of Micronesia. <laughs> Do recognise Kosovo's independence. How adorable is that? How adorable is that? Yeah. Uh, and Weirdly enough, Costa Rica was the first country to recognise This them. is what I don't understand, right? I don't <laughs> get this. Because they jumped everywhere. There's like, the 17th was just Costa Rica. And then the 18th, there was the UK, the US, and like seven other countries. Yeah. What, did Kosovo just wake up earlier that day? Costa Rica, did they just wake up earlier that day? Like, <laughs> only Costa Rica. It was like they was like having a party and it, like Costa Rica they turned up. It's like, oh, yeah. no people turn up. Only one person that, so everyone just comes rushing in later. 
I'm wondering if it's... I genuinely wonder if it's the time difference. Like, if they're in a different um, time zone to the point that they're... When it was 18th in Kosovo, or rather when it was 17th in Kosovo and in Costa Rica, like, it wasn't somewhere else? I don't get it. Uh, I don't know. Costa Rica's probably on the same time zone as um, uh, Texas. Yeah. Yeah, it would be on. It's like in line with that. Incidentally, um, Texas has its own emoji flag. Just a side note. So states do have their own uh, no, emoji flag. No, just Texas. Then. Just Texas. Oh, it means Scott love our flags so much. We was talking about do the oh. states have emoji flags before the show started. Oh, hold up though. <laughs> hold up, right? We never stop talking about bloody emoji flags. The the flag for Texas. For me on my computer right now, it's just a black flag. Are you on um Google Texas emoji? Texas emoji. Yeah. I'll send it to you in the Discord. What does that come out as for you? Black flag. Yeah, Emojipedia's got it listed as a black flag as well. No, but the thing is, emojis, yeah, if you click onto it it'll actually show you. I think that the that flag is only available in the US. I don't think it's supported by, like, globally. The reason for it is if you look at Emojipedia, it, it shows them WhatsApp, Open Emoji, and Emojipedia as being, like, uh. the actual flag. They have all of the SAG, aside from Puerto Rico, at the bottom. So, yeah, that looks like, it looks like that's what's happened, is that those flags, they're either not standard yet, or yeah. they are... Um, sort of like geo, like geographically available only in the US. That's so cool. We stumbled on okay. something interesting. We've stumbled on something interesting. Okay. Um, that is a bit weird. I didn't. I've never read that. But but then, what? But I've got it here and it's working. What? The emoji. It's black there in the go. Discord for me. Look, see. Oh no, you've got it working. Yeah. That's weird. There's some sort of an encoding issue. Oh, that. Oh, we're idiots. That's Whoa. the flag. That's the flag for Chile. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the flag for Chile? Really? Yep. Yeah. We're dumb. It looks like the Texas flag, doesn't it? It looks very like the Texas flag. It's not. <laughs> Even if you I've if never you put that, that in. No, the, the the star is the red bar, and the Texas flag doesn't go the entire way across the bottom. That's the difference. Yeah, I think that's similar to Liberia as well. But no, it's not. No, it's not. Don't listen to me. If you type in Texas into Google, I've got the Chile flag showing as the what? No, I don't. No, I don't. I mean, no, I don't. don't. No, they've just got... So so for people who can't see what we're talking about right here, Texas's flag is... is um, there'll, be, there'll, be think, there'll be an actual picture. I'll link to an actual picture. Is is a, a blue column on the hoist side uh, with um, a vertical, then with a red horizontal bottom stripe and a white horizontal top stripe with a white star. And Chile's um, has the red bar going all the way across the bottom. So it's more of just a square of blue with the white star in the top left-hand corner on the hoist side. 
okay, I've never been happier, right? I've just Googled this emoji and I've found lots of like Texans using the Chile flag as their state flag. This <laughs> is <actually>. the greatest <laughs> thing. Apparently we, apparently we love flags and we got them mixed up. So. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm going to say, I'll, I'll take a picture and send it to you on um, Snapchat. And I'll All right. This is the greatest discovery I think I've ever made. <laughs> Those are all Chile state flags and Chile flags. They are. I'm so happy with this. They're all on Pinterest as well. Maybe they know and they've just co-opted it because it looks similar enough. No. What do, you, do you really think that's happened? No, I was just giving them the benefit of the doubt. I think we might as well just go into the flag at this point, as we spent enough time talking about flags. All right, fair enough. We'll just jump yeah. jump into that. You can jump to the flag, and then we'll return to so then, what we were talking about. Explain the flag to me. What is this? What is this Kosovo um, flag? When did the flag actually? When was the flag actually put into sort of use? Uh, it was 2008, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, all throughout the... Um, when they was trying to go for independence in the Kosovo War, they were using the Albanian flag. Uh, it says it was adopted 17th of February 2008. You are correct. Yeah, which is when they declared their independence. Mm. So, they started strong. Day one, got the flag sorted out. They had the priority straight. Well, that's the same with um, Iceland, I believe. It was either Iceland or Federated States of Micronesia. No, it was Iceland. On the first day that Iceland became independent from Norway, I think it was, they had their flag ready to go. Yeah. Was it from Norway? Denmark. Oh, Denmark. Was it Denmark? Yeah. It was part of the Denmark Union, wasn't it? When they got independence from Denmark, they had that flag just ready to go, like, day one. Uh, it was part of the, like, initial laws that they signed in. Yeah. Unlike Hong Kong. Oh, I knew Hong Kong as well. Hong Kong had their flag ready to go on day one. Because they did the, yeah. that whole flag competition. Uh, Micronesia as well. Hey, these these people are all very good with their flags. All very, very on point with their flags. Mm-hmm. I can't wait until we have our own flag, Scott. Our flag? Yeah. For for Rob's map. Surely, oh wait, yeah. of course, because we're getting a logo designed, aren't we? Well, we can have a different flag as well. I was going to say that... I doubt I doubt the logo will be very good as a flag. No, but like um, like Hello Internet, they got their logo, but they also have the their HI own flag. flag, don't they? Yes. It's not a HI flag. It's like called like the Nail and Gear. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but it's like it's still the Hello Internet flag, isn't it? Yeah. So I can't wait till we have our own flag. It will happen one day, man. But we'll do a proper, we'll do a proper, proper vote in Scotland. Yeah. Not first past the post and all that. Well, that's, they didn't do first past the post, did they? They did alternative. No, no, of course not. No. Did they do? Did they do first past the post? No, they did their preferential voting. Yeah. You call it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hello. If you got some free time and you just can't get enough of Rob's map, we do have a Twitter you can check out, where we post daily facts about countries and flags. Links are in the show notes. Thank you for listening. But yeah, back to back to the <laughs> back to the flag. Kosov. We've got we so far we've got like two words into this description. <laughs> so the Kosovo flag. 
Um, first off, flag. What does it actually look like for the for the people at home without screens? <laughs> well, people listen to the podcast when they're like at the gym or in the car. Like... That's why I said the people without screens. Mm. It's a field of like, you say that's dark blue. I would I would just say navy blue, but actually it's lighter than navy, isn't it? A field of European Union blue. with the outline of the territory that is Kosovo uh, in yellow and then six stars uh, placed in a slight arch above it okay Um, six white stars in it yeah yeah, it looks. Um, what's what's your thoughts on it? Or do you want me to tell you what everything means before I give you give your full thoughts? Let's on just it? let's go through the entire like what everything means, and then I will. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell you. Okay. So I actually really quite like the story behind the representation of everything on this flag. It's makes like a quite change. um. <laughs> makes a change. Makes a change. You like the flag story. Don't you start this, Scott. I've just been editing Brazil where you sh- all over it. I didn't. Sh- I did not. <laughs> I did not. If it comes across that way, Scott's done me a disservice in the edit. You, you <laughs> oh, no, you've right got there. control of the edit. No. <laughs> you stitched me up there if it comes out like My plan spoiled. <laughs> uh, so, the colour scheme is to match the European Union. The, the blue with the yellow... Colors, mm-hmm. the blue background with the yellow, the yellow countries to rep- uh, look like the EU because of um because if it wants to represent like a multi like ethnicity country, yeah, and it really does want to join the EU really bad as well. <laughs> so it <laughs> really I've, wants I've to. I've seen a little bit about this, but yeah, yeah, it really wants to, doesn't it? <laughs> so um, the stars are to represent not the states, Scott. To represent the six different ethnic groups of Kosovo. The Albanians, the Bosniaks, the Gorani, the Roma, the Serbs, and the Turks. So that combined with like the EU colour scheme kind of just shows like Kosovo is really trying to move forward as like a multi-national, a multi-ethnicity place. Yeah. Which I think is pretty cool. What do you think, Scott? So it's quite cool that they've they've included the, the Roma as their own sort of ethnic group. They got their own and not star, just sort of uh... put them under. Because I feel like if you were doing yeah. an ethnic like chart of the UK, a lot of places yeah. wouldn't even count the Roma as being a part of the UK. No, probably not. Maybe like homeless people. Like, I think I feel like they're viewed with the same sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get too into the the politics of what's going on there, but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, so I kind of like that. What I do not like, and this is, I can't, first off, right, what is it with stars in flags? Why are there so many stars in flags? Yeah, well, you, you were saying I had the, like, I was the, the arse with the Brazil and the, st- and the stars, and now, now you're coming at I think you're fine. I never registered my opinion on it. I just pointed out you changing your <laughs> mind <laughs> three or four times. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just... It's what we've um said. What we said before about like stars are a bit overused on flags, especially to represent states. Which is why I like they didn't represent the states. Yeah, but it's still stars. They represent the ethnic groups. 
I like the meaning of this flag. I really like it. That's very, The very design cool. and the colour scheme, I'm not the biggest fan of. Why couldn't they have been circles? Why do they have to be stars? Circles. Do you know what I do not like? What? They've put a map. Or on a flag. Yeah, which is way too much detail. Although, actually, to be fair, you can tell from the overall... I'm looking at the emoji version now. Yeah, and I put it in the chat. From afar, there are enough sort of, like, big details that I can tell that's the Kosovo flag from. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell it's the Kosovo flag straight away. Unlike the Chile flag, which you're not sure if it's Texas. It's Texas. <laughs> it's just Texas, isn't it? But yeah, I think it passed... Do you reckon it passed the emoji test? If anything, I think it looks better as an emoji because you can't tell that those white things are stars. Yeah, and the country's outline isn't so, like, rigid. That's what I thought. I thought it just looked a little bit too detailed sort of thing. It should be... I think It should be just sort of, like, smoother. I mean, I get yeah. why, but it just, it just seems a bit too much. Yeah. But remember, like, it is trying to emulate the European Union flag, which is stars. Yeah, and I, I don't like the stars on the European Union flag either. I think they should be. I reckon dots. Why are dots? Or hexagons. <laughs> Why hexagons, Scott? Because hexagons are the best gun. <laughs> I knew that, so it was. <laughs> That's what uh, I want. For our, when we have a flag, I think it should be all hexagons. All hexagons. Yeah. Have hex, hexagonal flag. To be fair, that would be pretty cool. Just imagine, right? Just imagine the United States flag. The 51 mm-hmm. state flag, but instead of stars, yeah. it's hexagons. It's hexagons. Yeah. That would be way better. Yeah. And also, because they, because of how they sort of tile together to fill a plane, um, it would be <laughs> automatically, like, the 51 states would fit into, like, a rectangle bit. Yeah. If you get what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, I, I am all on board for hexagons to replace stars and flags. Yeah, for the most part, I, I do agree. Some some flags with stars, they got a they got history in it. That's what they're all about. But some are, some not so much. But like I say, this is the EU riffing on the EU flag. Um, it's representing something different. It's a it looks right in the emoji version. Yeah. That does look so like it is a is a pass from me. Yeah, I'll give it. It's definitely a pass, and I, I kind of like the color scheme, you know. Yeah. Because you said you did, you said you don't like the color scheme. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not a big fan of the color yellow, to be honest, mate. Is it yellow or is it brown? That looks tan to me. It's yellow. It's just like EU yellow, isn't it? Yellow is almost gold, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I don't. I wouldn't call that yellow. I'd call that, if anything, gold or copper. Well, the EU yellow is kind of gold, isn't it? So... That's what I mean. I'm looking at the EU flag. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's gold. It's not. It's um, the specific ones are azure and gold. Because like these will have a specific like color like number as well, wouldn't they? So you get the exact shade right, wouldn't it? Yeah. Although to be fair, then underneath it, it says that the Pantone is yellow. So. Yeah. Which I think is what people go with when they say that. Which is obviously what Kosovo's gone with. But it's not yellow. But yeah, one thing you can say though, it's got a fairly unique design in it. You look at it and you like that. Yeah, Kosovo. that is definitely Kosovo. Like, it's, it's at least yeah. unique. You it's... ain't getting no mix-ups. Like some other flags do. Yeah, Chile. Or... 
Ireland. I don't know what. Like, I like the Irish flag. But there's the exact same flag with the colours just reversed. That's the Ivory Coast, isn't it? Yeah. We should have covered this in the Ireland episode, really. But I guess it's a bit of follow-up. Anyways, back to Kosovo. (laughs) (laughs) Back to Kosovo. And why is it called Kosovo, Scott? Um... I can't think of a dumb thing to say. Why is it called Kosovo? <laughs> uh, it's called Kosovo because Kosovo is a shortened word from Serbian, uh, meaning Kosovo Porje, which is which means um, field of blackbirds. And this is a reference to a 14th century battle that happened between uh, the Serbs and the Ottomans, with the Ottomans ultimately winning. Fair enough. It just referenced that, like that historic, like legendary. It's like it's a legendary battle, though. I think it's a bit like the Tower 1066 here. It's like a legendary, like famous battle. When Scotland secedes from the UK and renames itself to Hastings, we'll know why. <laughs> well, Scotland wasn't involved in that battle, though, right? What? Scotland wasn't involved in the Battle of Hastings. I thought it was up north, wasn't it? No, Hastings is like near London, like sort of by Kent. Really? No, it's not. Hastings is not up north. Oh, I see. I see what it was. I'm I'm dumb. Where you'll see in a second, it says Anglo-Saxon Kingdom and Kingdom of Scotland. When I had been shown this on a map before, I had always thought that the Kingdom of Scotland and Anglo-Saxon border was the place where the Hastings War took place. No. Uh, there was a battle up north, though, um, at the Battle of Stamford. I feel like you're looking at exactly the same map. Oh, I'm not. I'm looking at just, just oh. Google Maps I'm looking at. Fair enough. <laughs> but no, there was a battle um, up north where um, Harold Godwinson had to find off the Vikings, led by Howard Hadrada, and after defeating the Vikings at St- um, Battle of Stamford Bridge, he then had to turn around and come back down south as William the Conqueror had just crossed the channel and that's when the Battle of Hastings took place. So basically two completely foreign forces came in at the exact same time and fought each other. Yeah. And William won? uh, Yeah, William won, yeah. Because he's called William the Um, Conqueror. Yeah, and he basically kick-started what we know as our royal dynasty, yeah, England unifying England under his rule and then like where we would trace the royal family back today to normally is there a what's the closest to a royal family that's been in Kosovo because they, they're all the same places would it be the Ottoman Empire yeah like it's for the most part uh, the history of Kosovo we sort of covered in the history of Serbia because it was part of Serbia for most of like history yeah. so it would have either been under like Serbian rule or Ottoman rule. That's the weirdest thing about Kosovo. Like, I always try and find a little fact that's going to completely throw you off, but Kosovo's not been around long enough for them to develop the history that's required for me to do that. Yeah. The closest I've got is there is, um, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey? (laughs) Right. The person that played Christian Grey's younger sister-in-law yeah is a someone who was born in Kosovo but then moved to the UK from an early age because of the racial tensions and everything 
Right. Do you know what their name is? No. Rita Ora. Really? Mm-hmm. Like Rita Ora? Rita Ora. It's from Kosovo. Born in Kosovo. Yep. Yeah, Pristina, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. She's in Fifty Shades of Grey, is she? Yeah. The things I found out in the past two hours. <laughs> Christian Grey had an extended family, apparently. Oh, I've never read it or watched any of it. Neither have I. Uh, it's a Twilight fanfic is how it started, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, it was. I know, that's pretty well. Her name's apparently Mia Gray. So there you go, when you're looking this up. Um, Mia Gray, uh, played by Rita Ora. And also, there is another UK artist that is pretty much yeah. exactly the same. Can you guess who that is? Yeah. Nope. I don't know, so just say anyone. Hang I don't on. want to say someone stupid. What? Um, I'm just saying who was born first. You love this, but I don't know. Oh, which one came first? Okay, so Rita Ora is the oldest, but the other one uh, yeah. is, which is Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, really? Dua Lipa is, was born in Kosovo. Scott, you're blowing my mind right now. I know. Also... Oh, she was born in London. What are you all about? What? Why do I know this then? Why is... Leah, oh, parents who had moved from, oh, so she was, they were, her parents were in Kosovo three years earlier. They lived in Kosovo three years earlier. Were they Kosovar people? Yeah. All right, so, you know by the rules of obtaining Kosovar citizenship. Because both of her parents are, she is also a citizen yeah. of Kosovo. Yeah, because it's not whether you're born there, it's whether your parents are from there, isn't it? Yeah. And this is an interesting one as well. She faced a controversy in yeah. 2018 when a um, cover of a song came out that she recorded in 2014 where she used the N-word. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that, innit? But I feel like every other day it comes out someone said it, and it? Exactly. It's just like, <laughs> by the way, she is on, she did that thing. Yeah, I feel like it's like every day. And today's celebrity who, celebrity who said the M-word was... <laughs> <laughs> Pootie Pie! Yeah, something like that all the time, isn't it? I'm going to see if there's any controversies relating to Ruth Ora. I don't believe there were. Well, it's got to be at some point, isn't it? There is no controversy section on her Wikipedia page. I think she is good. This is one thing I don't understand, right? If you're a celebrity, right? Yeah. And there was a controversies section of your Wikipedia page. Yeah. Would you not create an anonymous account and go and delete it? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, all I'm saying, I think the Rita Ora has got this uh, on lock because she hasn't got a controversies section. She's got a philanthropy section. Oh, really? <laughs> so I'm just saying, I reckon Rita Ora has got her own Wikipedia account. Maybe she's just a really good person, Scott. <laughs> yeah right then <laughs> I don't know anything about her she could be she's got some more yeah, songs sure she could be she could be <laughs> now it's way more likely that she's just as bad as everyone else and just covering up her past maybe she's smarter than everyone else and doesn't say dumb crap in public no I, I think that she's just got her own I think she's just deleted her deleted her controversy section 
Uh, no, I I wouldn't uh, delete my controversy uh, section on my Wikipedia. No. No, I would dive full into my controversies, mate. Oh really? Godlin, I'd double us... down so hard that yeah, in the end of it, I couldn't ever back out of it. Give us a Rob controversy then. I I don't have any con- actual controversies. So <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. We'll wait until you're like, wait until we're like the most popular podcast in the world and then you'll have like some sort of a drug habit. Scott, the most popular podcast on the map. (laughs) Right, we're not keeping any of this in. (laughs) I don't care what you do, I upload them. Uh, Well, speaking of Rhea Ora, she was born in Pristina and Pristina is the capital city of Goatsville. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. As you'd expect from a small country, it is like the economical and political hub of the country. It's also a transportation hub. Many of the main roads and railways lead through um, Pristina. Obviously the largest airports are there. It links Belgrade in Serbia to Skopje in North Macedonia by train, making it a very important transportation hub for the Balkan region and not just for Kosovo. So if you want to travel around Balkans, you probably got to go through Kosovo at some point. If you don't it by train, at least. Oh, so it's kind of like in order to go to... If you want to go from Bath to Cardiff, sometimes you have to go through London. Uh, I mean, if you want to go from like London to Amsterdam, you've got to go through France, don't you? Yes. Yeah, a bit like that. Am I right in saying that the capital is the only place where there's a university? You might be. <laughs> you might be. <laughs> <laughs> Say it with a bit more confidence and I'll believe you. <laughs> um, I'm just looking through. Oh no, there are there are more universities. I thought it was just the university of the capital city. Yeah. But it looks like there's more now. Oh, there might be a few scattered throughout the country. Um, have you seen the, the newborn monument? The newborn monument? Yeah. No. It was the first monument to represent Kosovo independence on the 17th of February 2008. They built it in 10 days. I've just seen the, the picture. If you look at my notes. Yeah, I've just seen it. That's incredibly adorable. Where's Micronesia? Micronesia must be on there. Oh, you're looking at the one for the flag. So the first... I see it. It's on the B. On the B. Oh, yeah, I can see it yeah, on the B. Right, so when it first got built, it was built into just 10 days, and it was the yellow design. Yeah. But every year, they uh, changed the colour of it and changed the design on it. So this year, that year that you're looking at right now, is the year with um, where they put all the flags of all the countries that recognise Kosovo independence on it. Japan? So yeah, so for for the listeners at home again who can't see this image... It'll be in the show It's notes. basically... A Giant letters that spell out newborn. Um, how big would you say they are, Scott? Well, it looks like it looks to me like it's some sort of a stone structure. It looks like it's about two people high. Um, in yeah, big, what about twelve foot, ten foot, something like that. Big block capitals that says newborn, all one word, no spaces. Um, and in the in the top photo, it just looks like it's been graffitied all over, which I'm assuming is before they decided to paint the flags all over them. Um, well, actually, it does seem like, um, you're allowed to graffiti on it. Oh, really? That's, that's even more cool. Lots of Pristina is, um, covered in graffiti. And there's even a, uh, a, a wall called the, the wall is a canvas. It's about 
1800 meters long and it's a massive graffiti display where loads of people from those different countries came to like graffiti on it and like show like again like that whole theme that Kosovo has of like um multiculturalism and stuff and even the mayor came down and got involved and had a couple sprays that's pretty cool to be fair so it's pretty good but yeah the image that you was looking at of the Nuba monument is the one with the all the flags that um recognize their independence but they change they change it every year yeah so i see i see greece switzerland not greece greece don't recognize them oh it's finland isn't it? yeah <laughs> greece you know, is one of right, the eu countries that don't there's a reason why i made that mistake and that's because i was talking to kira and yeah. i was we were sending each other the most recent emojis that I, we've sent and of course, pretty much 90% of mine were flags from various different places. <laughs> yeah. so he's like, why you got so many flag emojis? Well, me and Rob are obsessed with the flag emojis. <laughs> yeah, basically, that was pretty much the entire conversation. And part of our conversation was her trying to guess the flags. And she guessed the Finland flag as being Greece. And I had to correct her. And that is why I just did the exact same thing. And I'm very annoyed <laughs> that I've done the exact same thing. We well, literally last night. <laughs> we were talking about this. People got to get different uh, flag designs. Maybe you get confused. Yeah. Kosovo know what they're doing at the very least. No one's getting confused with Kosovo. Uh, everyone else is using the same designs. Yeah, pretty much. Although I like S- Switzerland, the one-one flag. I know you don't like it, but still. I uh, it just doesn't fit with like the aspect ratio, and it? it's just. Well, that's what makes it unique. Makes it unique. Also, that that cross is small, isn't it? It's a small cross. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. It looks Get like a. a cross, it looks like the red. If you change the red and the white over, it would just be the first aid sign. It's like a mini, a mini Denmark, don't it? A little bit, yeah. Again, for the listeners, the, the Swiss flag is a a red square, not a rectangle, a square with a white small cross in the center. Do you know what? We need to be the first people to have a hexagon flag. No, we're not doing that. I will not stand for improper flag ratios. What, so do you not like the Nepal flag? We're getting off topic again. I knew this was coming We're going to get off topic again. We'll talk about Nepal's flag in a different... I don't think I can... I'm not prepared to talk about such a monumental topic just yet, Scott. We need to wait for another day when I've had more preparation time. (laughs) Fair enough. When was when was the capital actually established? I don't know, Scott. <laughs> I actually don't know when it was established. <laughs> you always pull something like that. Let's do some live research. I think it's one of those things where it's, been, it's so old that it could have been like any time. Well, that's what I mean because it be, says it'll be vague. It says that um, Rita Ora is from. That city. Pristina. Before, yeah. yeah, I'm not. Pristina, is that right? Is that correct? Pristina. Pristina. Like a sh sound. Pristi- no. The capital yeah, city. Prish. So for the history of Kosovo, a lot of it we've already covered in a Serbia episode. Mm-hmm. So for like the, more of the details of the region at the time, go, uh, go listen back to that one. We talked about it at length. I believe, if I'm right, I haven't edited it yet, but it's about three hours. <laughs> we talked about it at length. <laughs> at length, I was trying to gloss over that as well. Yeah, all right, then. <laughs> that, that was that was the 
That was the abridged version of what I had planned. <laughs> but yeah, so essentially I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes and everything for the Serbia episode to go back to that. I mean, I hope our loyal fans have listened to every episode before this one. Well, to be fair, I, it hasn't even been posted yet, so... <laughs> well, no, but by the time this one's posted, that one will be. With any hope. I don't know, these people don't need to know our upload schedule. They don't need to know that we're recording this two weeks, three weeks before it's actually going up. As it, as historically, it was always like a region of Serbia, so a lot of its history was covered with the Serbian history. And like, it was like part of the Ottoman Empire and um, stuff. It's always had a very heavy Albanian influence due to um, just like the close proximity to Albania. It's just like, just north of it. Yeah. But we start to see things change um, after World War Two, During the reign of Tito, he imported a lot of Albanians to work as a lot of uh, male Serbians that died during the war. Right. Am I right in saying, am I right in saying that um, Kosovo has the youngest median age, oh sorry, youngest average age of any of the... Of any of the European countries, yeah. Because of the wars and because of all of this sort of like bloodshed. Uh, I'm not sure to the exact reasoning of if it was just to the wars and that, but it does have the lowest average age of like... Is it 29's the average age. Something like that, but I'm pretty sure it's because all the people that are above sort of 40 have at least fought in one war. Because they've been at war. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Yugoslav Wars followed up by the Kosovo Wars. Yeah. And then before that, it was World War Two. Yeah. This, obviously, um, with this influx of Albanians to an already highly ethnically Albanian area created a lot of like ethnic diversity from the the rest of Serbia. Yeah. Which uh, set some underlying tensions. In this time Kosovo was incorporated as an autonomous region of Yugoslavia. And then in nineteen seventy four Kosovo was granted full autonomy. When all the parties signed the peace treaty at the end of the Yugoslav War, this didn't end the violence for Kosovo. Because in the late nineties the the Kosovo Serbian war broke out. I thought that Yugoslavia was mainly headed by Serbia. It was, yes. So Serbia made Kosovo an independent region in Yugoslavia. And then granted uh, them... Back f- in 1945. Yeah, and then granted them full autonomy in 1974. But then I guess like yeah. it was like, actually, no, you've got to stay with us? Like, what what happened there? Yeah, well, after, like, they were granted autonomy, but they weren't their own country. And when all the other countries, like, broke away in the Yugoslav War, and he also had a peace treaty to stop fighting, Kosovo, in, in that time, in, the, in 1990, declared their own independent nation. So the violence um, broke out again when, in the late 90s, when um, uh, it all came to a head between Serbia and Kosovo. But yeah, it was a pretty brutal war. I think about 13,000 people died in it. Uh, NATO backed Kosovo and helped liberate it, and the war ended in 1999. 99, right? Sorry, what did you say? 1999. Right, so good start to the decade then. Good start to the century even. Yeah. This was uh, spearheaded by um, uh, Bill Clinton and Tony Blair, who were at the heads of this NATO um, mission to um, help Kosovo in the war against Serbia. That makes sense, to be fair, because wasn't there... um... 
They're regarded as heroes now, aren't they? Yeah, they're regarded as um, heroes in Kosovo. But was it NATO? NATO sort of bombed Yugoslavia. Am I right in that? Uh, at that point, it would be Serbia. Yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, they were regarded as heroes. Uh, Bill Clinton and Tony Blair. Um, they have like monuments and streets named after them in Kosovo. And some people have even called their kids Tony Blair. Really? Yeah. That's great. That is like a name that's popped up in the past sort of um, sort of twenty thirty years. At least there's one area of the world which likes Tony Blair. <laughs> I knew you was gonna say that. <laughs> well, I mean, well, North Europe doesn't because we don't like him anymore. Um, I'm pretty sure there's some parts in the Middle East which really don't like him. Probably. So yeah, it's it's just um. It was kind of like the, not second half, but kind of like the, yeah, just the end of the, the Yugoslav Wars. Like that tension's brought over into Kosovo, but unlike the others, it wasn't unable to break away and get its own independence. Do you reckon that's just because it's not got much of a military? Nah, it's not. Um, I think it's just because like, historically it's been a province of Serbia, as opposed to the other countries which were like, always sort of like countries, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it just doesn't have the support. Yeah, but they do see themselves, because they're about 81% Albanian, so they do see themselves as ethnically distinct from Serbia. So in 2008, they claimed their independence again. Unfortunately, two of the five veto powers blocked it, being Russia and China. What a surprise. Yeah, because they're the people that like Serbia. Well, China doesn't want people being able to break away, do they? They yeah, want yeah. to set that idea in people's hands. Then Hong Kong and Taiwan. Taiwan. Lots of the UN member states have approved their um, their independence. Currently, I think it's ninety eight, but I see different numbers floating around, haven't you? I know yeah. it was one hundred and sixteen, but apparently eighteen withdrew their res- their recognition. Yes, no, they did. They did. There's a list. There is actually a list of this. Yeah. Kosovo claims that it was Serbia trying to influence other countries. Did it in response? Kosovo put up like a hundred percent import tax on Serbia. Really? Yeah. Jeez. And then the, um, the the EU had to get involved again, and like both of them had to stop it, basically. See, this is what I don't understand about them both, right? So they both because um, Serbia want EU member status as well, don't they? They both do. Yeah. They both do, yeah. And the EU have basically said, until you can sort your own out, until you can stop being such, um, so at each other's throats, we're not going to put you into membership. Yeah. But they can't they resolve can't, um, anything. Yeah, they can't do anything, and they can't join until they, um... Figure until it out. Until they, uh, agree, if, yeah, agree, agree on something. Because right now, they're just always at each other's throats, like you say, it's all just a... It's an ongoing confrontation since the 90s and still like going now, but obviously it's been, um, it's not been really violent since, uh, 1999. Well, the EU has still been doing sort of like talks and stuff, but what they've said is that everything's sort of come to a stalemate where neither of them want to sort of give at this point. They, they had entertained the idea of giving North, Kosovo back to Serbia because that's where it's like a Serbian majority but yeah. that was incredibly unpopular with the Kosovar people 
and not a lot of yeah. Serbians liked it either. Um, like the, actual, yeah. the Serbians in northern Kosovo were against it. Yeah. Um, so that wasn't popular for either candidate, but that would have essentially solved a lot of the issues. But then the other thing is they've got the Serbian monasteries in Kosovo, don't they? They've got four, I think it is. They've got some, yeah. They've got, I think it's four monasteries from Serbia they've got in Kosovo. So it's like, and there's sort of like sacred religious things that, oh, look, we've got religion involved in a country's disputed land. What does that remind you of? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, lots of Kosovo is uh, Muslim as well, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Due to like the Albanian influence, a lot of them are Muslim, but they're not um like super strict. Like you do see people like like you'll see women walking around in like Western clothing without hijabs and stuff. I guess it's like how Christianity is here versus how Christianity is in wherever Christianity is held strongly. Where was like a radical Christian nation? Um, a radical Christian nation. Well, not really radical. That's like a strong sort of like uh, strict like how you know Saudi Arabia is strict on Muslim some places in America are a bit like that aren't they well yeah but not like not like um, Saudi Arabia is with Islam I would imagine some African nations are too yeah I was thinking Africa or maybe Russia but in any case like that's essentially what it looks like for Kosovo is their a lot of their sort of like Islam and Muslim population uh, support the faith in the same way that British people do Christianity. Where it's sort of like, yeah, yeah, we should do it, but we'll go to church twice a year. Yeah, they say, they say like nom- nominally, like just the, yeah. or a name only. Mm, they or like identify more like culturally, us. like your family are, so you are, but you don't really yeah. read the Quran every night or anything like that pray five times a day but yeah it's just a bit of um it's just a bit of a mess really i here we go even though it is um a muslim run country uh, a majority muslim country it's fairly secular in its form of government oh really is it one of those it's like uh america where there's nothing can be official yeah i think you actually quite like this scott they kind of got a similar um uh, government to America, they got they got three branches of government. Yay! Like. Let me guess. Let me just take a guess. Is it executive, judicial, and legislative? Yes, it is. Eh, uh, great. <laughs> That's your favourite form of government, isn't it? Is there a is there a constitution? Uh there is a constitution. Yeah. Is there by any chance four year terms? There is four year terms. Yes. Is the governors? It's not governors, is there? Um, they, I don't know what you call them. They have, it's a, it's a, it's a multi-parliamentary representative democracy. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And so the president is a, is the head of state and, and the prime minister is the head of the government. So like, and their government is the head of the uh, executive uh, branch of power. The government is the head of the executive. Is that what you just said? Yeah. With the prime minister being the head of the government, oh, I think so it's a bit what? similar to what's, what happens in Russia, because they have a president and a prime minister there, don't they? That doesn't make sense. The executive is run by the prime minister. Yeah. Normally, you'd have the executive being run by the president. The president is the head of state. 
Executive powers run by the government, and the prime minister said before, legislative is run by parliament, and judicial is separate from both. So Kosovo has like many political parties, but not very often do any of them gain too much power or manage to get a majority. So most of the time, the governments are coalition governments. I think it's ever had an actual like single party one, has it? I'm pretty sure it's, no, it's only so. ever been coalitions because of their voting system. Yeah. Because it's proportional. Yeah, the voting system is... What's their voting system? It's uh, a... Let me get the name for it. They use... this. It's a long... It's a long one. Multi-party parliamentary representative democratic republic. There you go. There we go. So yeah, they've got that type of voting and system. And what does that entail, Scott? They just have a much more representative election that sort of enables them to have a lot of different parties. Also, they have the they have the thing where twenty seats are reserved for minority groups, don't they? So it's like any yeah. anyone who wants to get a majority is already at a disadvantage because they'd have to get sixty percent of the vote in order to get a majority. So yeah, they have 120 seats in the government assembly, which is directly um, elected by the people every four years. Hey, actual representation, woo! The 20 of the 120 seats are reserved for the different minority groups, because as it's like 81% Albanian, like it would be unfair that other ethnic groups wouldn't get their representation. So you have 10 seats for the Serbs, 4 seats for the Romani Ashkali and Egyptians, three seats for the Bosniaks, two seats for the Turks, and one seat for the Gurans. Quite a nice way of doing it, to be fair. Yeah, it gives everyone, like, a, like say, more of a representation, more like... Because, like, Kosovo is very much this country of, like, acceptance and inclusion of all different cultures and ethnicities. Although I have to admit, like, they've got one seat for the Gorans, right? Yeah, I don't know the exact breakdown. But... One seat, and that's meant to represent... Okay, sure. Well, one guaranteed seat, like, if loads of Gurans got in, like... All I'm saying is that's do. one... That's less than a hundredth of the sort of country's administration has to go... Is like, is yeah, but... but... I get what you mean. Like, it could go to other people. They've just got, like, a bias. They can't have too many seats for, like... Otherwise, then, like, one group's got a disproportionate amount of power. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. To their population size. How's that actually broke? Is is there, like, elections in each different, like, region, or how does it work? Well, it's, like, directly, like, elected by the people. So there's no local representation, then? Mm, I mean, I would have thought there'd be, like, governors for each thing, because, like, Kosovo is broken up into seven administrative administrative districts right so I would have thought each one of them would have had their own like governor and stuff for each uh, district but yeah so just to um, just to sort of wrap it up about almost like we do with Hong Kong and uh, what we're thinking about is like what we sort of started with like should it be is it his country how do we define a country well I, w- I would suggest that this one is a country because 80% of the people living there aren't of the um, aren't of the sort of like ethnic origin of the place which is claiming to own it and also the thing which really does it for me is the fact that Yugoslavia 
gave them independence or gave them full autonomy. It just says that they are meant to be treated as their own region. Yeah. Like, it, it seems like Serbia went, hey, have some independence. Oh, no, takes you back. He's, like, they tried to, like, it doesn't, shouldn't really work that way. Well, they had autonomy, but they didn't have, um... Yeah, they weren't their own sort of sovereign nation. They still, like, I think it's just a bit sort of takey-backy. Because they wouldn't keep it with full autonomy, would they? If they got Kosovo back in as their region, they wouldn't sort of, like, leave it alone. Or we don't know really, do we? But no, Uh, the only thing that I'm kind of grateful for is that all the violence has stopped. Yeah, if we look at the Montevideo formula for defining what a country is, it needs a permanent population. Yep, it's got that. Defined territory. Yep, it's got that. And government and relations. It has its own government and it has um, UN recognition to an extent. To an extent. It doesn't have its own language, but then it uses the Albanian language and the Serbian language as its official ones. And those are the highest uh, population groups in the area. That makes sense. It has its own passport. The thing is, right, what makes a country a country is if other people think it's a country. It's like money. That is what it comes down to, yeah. Do do you, Are you recognised on the world stage? Yeah. What makes money valuable? Well, do, does the person you're talking to think it's valuable? Because if it is, great. It is. Yeah. But it's that type of thing. Of yeah. it, it is only what it is in the collective consciousness of different countries and different sort of places. Yeah. So we, I, I'm fairly happy to sit the stand that Kosovo is a country. Because I think it is. I would say so too. But then I think Hong Kong's a country. So... <laughs> yeah. Well, so do I. So that's why we do this, Scott. We we bring the the light on these countries all around the world that, or these areas around the world that would like to be independent and yeah, you should know, be independent. Really, Brazil. We really want them to be independent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we 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 we, <laughs> we, get, we we do some of the uh, some of the big names and that some of the recognition. You know, some people you just gotta you gotta do, don't you? Yeah. But, Speaking of, who do you want to do next? Who do you want to do next? Well, um, I kind of picked the last three by mistake. So, because I, I kind of like... Brazil, Serbia, and then also Kosovo. Yeah. I just kind of got... I suppose we do in Brazil. I got carried away with Serbia for no, no, for some reason. We're not supposed to be doing that. Um, so let's go for... If I'm picking a country. So yeah, your choice. Okay. You said a couple last in and last time you were thinking about what was the island nation? Uh, the Seychelles. That's the one. Oh yeah, the flag. The Seychelles yeah. flag. Let's do that. You love it. <laughs> so Brazil got picked. The flag. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do the Seychelles. All right. The Seychelles next. <laughs> 